Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. Today's topic is how to prepare for a sales meeting or also known as a sales call. I'm so glad you're back for another episode, so let's dive in. Are you an overwhelmed business owner who struggles to meet your sales goals, but you feel like you're working so hard? Hey, I'm Lindsay, a Jesus-following wife and mom of four. I'm also an award-winning medical device sales rep turned sales and business strategist, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. I'm here to help you develop the skills and strategies you need to sell your services and products with ease so that you can grow your business, serve your community well, and ultimately live the life you dream of. Grab your coffee and a notebook or your tennis shoes and take me on a walk. You're in the right place. Are you ready to dive in? Let's go. Welcome back to the show, friends. This is Lindsay. I am your host for the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. And I have some exciting news for you all. We have hit over 2,000 downloads on this podcast. And I just want you to know how thankful I am that you are along for the ride. And obviously, I can't download this podcast 2,000 times by myself. So this is a celebratory clap for you all. I am so, so thankful for your support, and I'm so excited that we've hit over 2,000 downloads. I'm assuming at this point we're probably closer to 2,100 um, based on when I looked at that number, but super exciting news nonetheless, and thank you, thank you, thank you for all of your support. So let's dive into today's topic, which is actually one of my favorite things to do in the sales process is preparing for a sales meeting or a sales call. We'll also talk about a little bit about sending sales messages and doing those initial cold reach outs throughout this process today or throughout this episode, Um, but that's not going to be the main, main topic, but I will kind of interject some things and some tips and tricks there as well. So preparing for a sales call or a sales meeting is one of the most important things that you can do when you are meeting with a new customer, meeting with a returning customer. It is literally one of the most important things that you can do. And I want you to understand that if you are not prepared for your meetings, you are walking in blind, you are not in control of the meeting, and you'll probably walk away feeling like you just wasted your time and the potential customer or the returning customer's time when you're not walking in prepared. This is one of the biggest, biggest mistakes that especially new salespeople make, but I've seen some very, very seasoned salespeople make this mistake as well, and it is detrimental to your business. It can make or break your continued success over time. So please, please, please hear me that this is a major, major, major important part of the sales process. It's a major important part in your business and you need to take preparing for these meetings and these calls and these reach outs very, very seriously. Okay, I'll step off my soapbox now because I really do feel very passionate about this. Preparing for your sales call. So how do we even start? 
So let's break it down into two sections to begin with. One is product knowledge and the other is customer knowledge. So on your product knowledge, you need to know the ins and outs of what you're selling. You need to know the pros and cons. You need to know what it does really well, where it lacks, what you're missing. Bottom line is you need to be the product expert and you need to walk in feeling very confident in your knowledge about the products or services that you're selling to this potential customer. And then the second part of product knowledge is knowing your competitors. So knowing what they have to offer, where their pros and cons are. Do you match up in some areas, but you're better in others and worse in others? You really need to do the competitor research and understand where they succeed, where they might be lacking, where you can fill in gaps that other companies can't or other products or services can't. You really need to know some product or service knowledge about your competitors. Now, if this is your introduction into the industry that you're in and you don't have a really great working product knowledge of competitors or of what you are doing, you really need to spend some time with your product, your service, using it, experiencing it, asking your current customers what their experiences are, ask them for competitor reviews as well. Ask them what they like about it, what they don't like about it. And don't go in with a negative mindset about your competitors because we all have a place in the market and we all have things we do really well and areas that we can improve in. So don't go about those questions in a negative light. Go into this from an education standpoint that you just want to know what they can and can't do and learn as much as you can along the way. It's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight, but it's important. It's really important to be aware and, you know, a basic level of product knowledge for your competitors product meaning product, actual physical product or service that they are offering, and also being an expert in your product. So product knowledge is the first piece of that. The second is customer knowledge. In this section of your preparation, you are going to be preparing for the conversation with your customer. So I'm going to break this down into six parts under this customer knowledge umbrella. The first one is research your customer. And we have talked about this before, but if you don't know who you're meeting with already, you've never met them in person or you've never had a conversation with them, Google is your best friend. Search them on LinkedIn, search them on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all of the places that people live online and really learn as much as you can. Actually read their website. They will often tell you things about themselves, like they have kids, or they have dogs, or they graduated from this school. So research your customer and have a working, basic working knowledge of who they are. The second part under this umbrella is setting goals for the meeting. So this may be an introduction to your company. It may be an introduction to their company. You need to determine what these goals are for the meeting or the sales call or for the message that you are sending. So even if you're just sending a cold email. So step two is determining your goal or goals for the meeting. Okay, moving on to step three. Step three is preparing your list of questions. What information are you gathering in this meeting or phone call or email 
What are you going to attempt to get from your potential customer or your returning customer that you need to know? So what problems are they having? What solutions do they currently use? Are they satisfied with those solutions? Have they ever tried any solution? Are they willing to try a solution? This step is really important because this is going to give you the basis of where to start in your pitching of your product or service. So step three, again, is your information gathering question asking step in your customer knowledge. Step four is getting ready for obstacles and objections. In this part of your preparation, you are going to anticipate where you might get stuck, where they might stop you, where you might run into them telling you no or that they use another product or that pricing has been an issue in the past. This part of your preparation is anticipating roadblocks for you to move the sales process forward. Now, if you are meeting someone for the first time, you may not really have a good handle on what those objections could be, but if you've met with them before, this is a crucial piece of the preparation pie or puzzle that often gets skipped But it's really important to take the time to sit down and think about what it is that could be a roadblock or a smokescreen or an objection that could stop you moving things forward. Step five goes along with step four. So maybe we could call this 4B, but let's call it five, is how are you going to respond to those objections, roadblocks, smokescreens that you run into in your meeting? So you want to prepare your own responses to either their questions or their objections or roadblocks that might come into play. And then the sixth and final piece of preparing is starting to learn or already knowing the buying style of your customer, potential customer, or returning customer, right? So we need to know about how they make decisions and determining their buying style can really make or break your conversations and your closed sales. So if you do not know about buying styles yet, go back to episode three, where I talk about buying styles, I explain what they are, and I give you four buying styles to label your customers with. You can also label yourself. It actually helped me understand why there's a mismatch in communication in buying, and I'm using air quotes and you can't see me, but buying in air quotes, or decision-making between my husband and I, and what how he makes decisions is different than how I make decisions, which is different than how other people make decisions. So knowing about buying styles and how people make decisions will help you understand your customers better and then tailor your messaging along the way so that you have happy customers, you get them to purchase from you, and then you keep them because you're communicating in the way that they want to be communicated with. Which one your customer is and how to tailor your questions and your messaging to your particular customer. So preparing for your sales call is a big part of what we do inside of my training. And by the way, I have a whole training program called People First Sales Method, where I teach you how to go through the sales process, start to finish, top to bottom, inside out. So we dive deep and we really focus on your industry, what questions you need to ask, 
how to get the information that you need for your particular position and job and industry and really focusing on what your customers need and want from you so that you can deliver and you can solve their problems and you can serve them well. Because if we are solving problems, we are serving our communities well. And if we're serving our communities well by solving problems, we are obligated to get our product or service in the hands of your communities. And whether that is in person in your local community or that is an online community, it doesn't matter. If you are solving a problem, you are obligated to sell the thing that you have. And the first step in that is preparing for your sales calls. So let's do a quick recap here. You are going to have a really great working knowledge of your own product and then some level of working knowledge of your competitors' products. On the customer side of things, you're going to really prepare for your meeting with them. Preparing for your meeting with them is going to include researching your customer, knowing a little bit about them, even if you've never met them in person, so that you can ask good questions, you can walk in and make them feel like a rock star, make them feel really special because you did your job and you prepared for your meeting and you know something about them. The second thing you're going to do is create your goals for the meeting. Always, always have goals for the meeting, whether it is just getting to know the customer for the first time and asking lots of questions, or it is moving the sales process along. Always go into our meetings with goals in mind. Third step, number three, is preparing your list of questions. You're going to prepare the questions that you need answers to, to either qualify them as a customer or to move through the sales process to the next step. Step four is you're going to anticipate roadblocks, smoke screens, or objections. So anything that might stop your progress of moving through the sales process with this potential customer or client, you're going to anticipate them in advance. And then step five, or step 4B, step five is creating your responses to those anticipated objections, roadblocks, smoke screens. So you're going to prepare what you will say if they do bring up that particular objection. And last but not least is buying styles. We want to determine what the buying style of this customer is so that we can continue moving the process forward and communicating with them the way that they want to be communicated with, not the way we want to be communicated with. That's the secret sauce. So once you determine their buying style, then we tailor the questions to their buying style. We ask questions the way that they want to be asked. We prepare objection answers to the way that they want to be asked. We move through the sales process with their buying style and their decision-making style in mind. And again, if you have not listened to episode number three, where I talk all about buying styles, go back and listen to that one and actually put it on your list of favorites because it's a really, really good reminder to keep your sales messaging, your questions, your objection answering, all of those things in the buying style of your customer. Reminder, we are keeping our people first, right? We keep our customers first and what they need, what they want, what problems they have. And then once we know that that we can solve their problem, we come in and save the day, right? So use this framework to prepare for your next sales call or your next sales meeting so that you can walk in to that conversation confidently and prepared 
so that you are not wasting your time or your potential customer's time and so that you walk out with the information that you need to move forward or to move on to the next customer. Thank you again for listening and thank you for the over 2,000 downloads that we've had on this podcast so far. It is such a pleasure to create this podcast for you and I hope that you are enjoying it. If you are, would you please leave me a review and share this episode with your friends. And if you are looking for more sales training, I have an in-depth people-first sales method training that really dives deep in preparing you for your sales calls and sales meetings and goes through the process of completing and closing the sale and even what to do after. If you are interested in learning more about my sales training for yourself or your team, I would love to hear from you. Please email me at hello at lindsayfletcher.co. That's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y Fletcher, F-L-E-T-C-H-E-R dot co, C-O. You can also email me any sales questions that you have. I would love to respond to you. I would love to know what you need to know and where you are getting stuck. And I might even turn it into a podcast episode. So I would love to hear from you. Please do email me at hello at lindsayfletcher.co. And I will talk to you next week. As always, I'm praying for you and I'm praying for your business. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. If you found this info useful, will you please leave me a review wherever you are listening? It will not only bless me, but it will also help others find this podcast as well. I'd also love to connect with you. So don't forget to join my free Facebook community for business women. The link is in the show notes. And last but not least, if you'd like to snag a sales and marketing strategy session with me so you can start 2024 off on the right foot, email me at hello at lindsayfletcher.co. Thank you again for listening and we'll chat next week.